Welcome back to Teachable Moments with April Podcast. I am your host, April. Thursday, a prayer for my children's safety. Father, the world is a terrifying place to raise a child. Help us to see the world through your eyes and surrender our fears and anxieties to you daily. When we worry about our children's safety at school, their friends' houses, walking home, and at at their extracurricular activities, and once they're out into the world to live their own adult lives, remind us of your love for them and care for them. Please, Jesus, walk with them through every fire they face and protect them from danger and harm. Keep them physically safe, Lord, and protect them from the dangers of this world. From ill-intended people and those who wish to harm them or take advantage of them, divinely intervene, Lord, when they are in harm's way. Amen. Mental Health America has resources for parents and children and young adults returning back to school. Go to mhanational.org. Now, a bit of an overview. It shows back to school. Adolescence is already a confusing time without added concerns about social media, safety in schools, and staying healthy, family financial security, and loss of loved ones. So they would like shouldn't be surprised at the rates of anxiety, depression, and suicide and other mental health conditions are unfortunately on the rise. This year, Mental Health America recognizes with their 2022 Back to School Toolkit that young people and the youth are having all the feels, as it's called, as they enter the new school year. So they entitled it All the Feels. That's kind of cute. These resources look at the issues young people face that are having an impact on their mental health and offer tips on how to deal with these issues and the resulting uh, emotions. The MHA Toolkit can also help parents and school personnel better understand the issues such as the effects of social media on youth mental health and how to be as supportive as possible. So it says here that the 2022 back to school toolkit toolkit will be available the week of of this week which is um August 20 uh 22nd and when to be notified and then there's a way that you can fill out a form of course to access the uh, toolkit uh, virtually. So I'm clicking on, they have one uh, subsection um, for adults and then they have for um, young people. So I clicked on adults and I clicked on um, social media and, and youth mental health. It can be difficult for adults who grew up without or with limited social media to get why it's so important to young people. The technology boom in recent years has created a massive cultural difference between older generations and Generation Z, who grew up with widespread social media. While it may not seem important to you, social media matters to youth and is a very real part of our world. So it's important to understand the unique pressures and challenges they face because of it. 
Then it goes on to say, what youth are saying? How does social media help your mental health? Watching ASMR videos by making me feel not alone or less alone. It gives me an escape when I'm feeling very anxious. Access to visuals, bite-sized info related to coping strategies, mental health, etc. I follow a lot of positive accounts that inspire me. Feeling connected to the greater whole, following accounts that support my mental health journey, and connecting with friends far away. So these are like direct or in um, quotations of what some young people have said um, of the benefits and how they help them with their social uh, on social media with their mental health. Now, the next section is entitled, how does social media harm your mental health? And these are some actual uh, quotations from young people. Posts glorifying eating disorders. When I lose track of time, end up scrolling the day away. Comparison. Black holes of negativity. Watching extremely unhealthy uh, things that conflict in the comments. Expecting for people to respond as fast as I want them to or to like their videos or whatever content. Um, looking at models, looking at people having a life I wish I had, and seeing others have better looking bodies than I do. So then some fast facts. 45% of teens believe social media has neither a positive nor negative impact on people their age. 31% that says that social media has a mostly positive impact and 24% say it has mostly negative impact. Most teens who view social media as generally positive emphasize its role in keeping in touch and interacting with others. 59% of U.S. teens have personally experienced abusive online behaviors, with the most common being name-calling, which 42% of teens say that they have experienced. During COVID-19, poor mental health was associated with using social media for entertainment motives. Better mental health was associated with using social media for personal contact and keeping up and maintaining relationships. And lastly, a global study found social loneliness, school loneliness, to be correlated with increases in smartphone and internet use. When countries reached a point where half of the teen population had access to smartphones, loneliness levels began to rise. Young, how young individuals experience social media. In the U.S., rates of access to social media among young adults are nearly the same across different genders, races, ethnicities, and socioeconomic backgrounds. But are all young adults having the same experience online? Youth from lower income families are more likely to report that their online experiences led to negative offline interactions. Almost twice as many um, LGBTQ plus students reported being cyberbullied compared to heterosexual students, 36% versus 20%. And lower socioeconomic status can exacerbate the negative impacts of social media through comparisons to more affluent peers and more unstructured time in the home or lack of outdoor spaces. 
And the last section for this is helping cultivate healthy social media use with youth in your life. While social media can certainly cause problems, it is here to stay and young people are going to use it whether adults like it or not. Parents and schools have a tough job. The goal isn't to keep students off social media altogether, but to support them in developing healthy social media behaviors. Celebrate the positives. When youth feel judged or misunderstood about their social social media use, they're likely to get defensive or shut down. That's something that you don't want. Make sure to point out how great it is that they were able to connect with their friends and family who live far away or comment on how helpful it must be to reach most of their classmates for an emergency study buddy or whatever. Ask questions. Let's face it, most youths know way more about social media than the adults in their life and they definitely know more about what exactly they're doing online. Instead of starting conversations by talking about the harms or effects of social media, be open and curious about their unique experiences with it. Now this one right here is very, very, very um, important and well talked about. Promote limiting screen time. Everything in moderation, right? It has to be balanced. Excessive time on the internet and social media has been linked to poor mental health outcomes like depression, anxiety, and loneliness. Younger children would need more help with this. Consider setting time limits or media-free zones, okay? As children get older, support them in managing their own usage. Encourage them to dedicate time to offline activities or help them update their phone settings to limit time on certain apps. And then they set instructions for iPhone and Android that you can click on um, in order to help yourself navigate on how to do that. Uh, Model healthy use. Young people notice when adults are doing more than we may think, including being told to get off their devices while the adults in their life seem just as obsessed. Um, It can be tempting to try to manage their use, but you're better off modeling healthy habits. Okay. Age dependent, of course. Studies have shown that parental use of digital technology rather than their attitudes toward it determines how their children will engage with it. So be a role, you are their role model. Okay. Friend, follow your kids' accounts. Your kids, especially teenagers, might resist you (laughs) monitoring, they're going to monitoring their social media, but it's important that you're somewhat informed on what's happening in their online world. Explain your reasoning, listen to their hesitations, and let them set boundaries and let okay Mm, I don't know you guys decide how you want to do that your virtual relationship with your child is an entirely new one so be patient your best bet to build trust is to stay in the background don't comment or like their posts unless they want you to let the little things slide and be ready to have offline conversations about the important things if social media use uh, seems to be impacting the mental health of your child or teen in your life suggest that they take a screen oh oh take a screen at mhascreening.org to determine if they might be experiencing symptoms of mental health condition 
conditions. If you or someone you know is struggling or in crisis, help is available. Call 988 or chat, and then they have a link here, 988lifeline.org. You can also reach Crisis Text Line by texting MHA uh, to 741-741. That is MHA to 741-741. Support for you, supporting the mental health of local students. The pandemic has impacted lives of students, families, and educators. Compared with 2019, the proportion of mental health-related visits for children aged 5 through 11 and 12 through 17 years increased approximately 24% and 31% respectively. What is Support For You? Support For You is a free anonymous text line for students answered within minutes by licensed clinicians. Students can text about anxiety, school pressure, relationship conflict, or when in a crisis. These are difficult times. You are not alone. How do we use it? Simply go to www.supportforyoulive and click on your school logo to start texting with a licensed mental health professional. You are not alone. Find us on Instagram at supportforyou, www.supportforyou.live. You are not alone. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for listening to Teachable Moments with April. If you did enjoy this episode, I invite you to come right back to check out my podcast and my other episodes. Don't forget to listen, add us to your favorites, and support by clicking on the link in the description. As always, be blessed and be well. Until next time.